because you are good. Father, we ask tonight that you take all the glory and send out your blessing upon all of us in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, we have worship. Let's clap our two hands together for him. <laughs> Hallelujah. I'd like you to be seated. God bless you in Jesus' name. This is our first night of glory and the month of breakthrough. And the Lord that we serve will give us breakthrough in Jesus' name. Breakthrough means living above limitations. Living above attack. 
living above affliction, living above any harsh economy, laughing in a time of famine. Breakthrough means moving from story to glory and from glory to glory. And that will be your testimony in the name of Jesus. But before I share something, I'd like to thank the Lord because today is a wedding anniversary for me and my wife. Amen. Hallelujah. The journey has been full of pleasure and grace. Grace all the way, fun all the way. We have a living testimony that marriage work and is still working. Just seems like yesterday and so many, many years have passed. God has been faithful. We have received answers to our prayer. We have received bundles of joy. We have passed through obstacles. We have passed through all the predictions of men. We are still alive, still in love, enjoying our relationship to the glory of God. We have defiled all obstacles and predictions of men. Hallelujah. God has been working wonders for us. It has made the relationship work so easily. And the Lord God of heaven that has performed that miracle for us, we also perform that miracle in your life in Jesus' name. You will enjoy glory upon glory in the name of Jesus. And tonight, I'm super excited. There is a small girl that I toasted that said yes then. Is that a full-grown professor, blessed in every area of life. Hallelujah. Shining and living in glory. We never know that we'll get this far, but God has really, really helped. We knew we are in love, seriously in love. And it said that that kind of love do not last. But lo and behold, lo and behold, it seems like yesterday that we got married. So I was dancing the evening as if I was dancing in the reception hall. Praise the Lord. That's what I love watching. The dancing that I dance. And the woman that the sang that Allah Gadu sang for me when I was being introduced to my wife. Praise the Lord. I saw those songs then as a prophecy. And they now came to pass. And I can see the reality. God is faithful. Okay, Sister Moore, can you stand up and shout hallelujah? <laughs> now, tonight is not a love message. But for some of you that are still trusting God to get you to get married to, I'll give you the formula I used to approach my wife. For some of you that are mature, don't write it down. No, you can use your. I know you want to write it down. <laughs> I know this, Kenny. He will write it down. Mm. Praise the Lord. Okay, for all of you, all of you that are here, if you want to take mineral, you take mineral in the mommy's kitchen. I'll pay for it. Whatever you want to take at the end of the service, I pay. Whatever they have available, you want to take. Take. I'll pay. It's worth it. I can do another reception now. They did it for me then. I can do it now. Praise God. I told my wife, I said, do you know I'm emotionally attached to you and something glorious can come out of this relationship? He said, like, like, it can never come. I said, let's watch and see. But lo and behold, she's still in my household. And I'm still emotionally attached to her. Praise God. I am blessed. She thanked me that uh, I want to thank you for marrying me in the morning. I said, I'm more blessed. I should thank you for saying yes. Because two cannot work together except they be agreed. And some of our couple also came to greet me and to thank God for my life. And I told them four things that make marriage work. Say, so I'm going to give you four things that make my marriage to work, you know. And they were seriously very, very eager. I said, number one, marry a peaceful man. Before prayer, make sure that your friend is peaceful. Marry a peaceful man. Don't marry a violent person. 
Don't say, I will control him. I know some of you, you say, I can handle him. Because I'm a pastor. I've had so many series of people that say, don't worry, pastor, I can handle her. I know she's given to anger. I know she fight people. I know he slapped me by mistake. I can handle him. You can't handle a foulant man, no. There is nobody that can handle a foulant person. Make sure that the person you want to marry has a testimony of being peaceful. That is number one. It must be a peaceful person, not somebody that loves fighting. Because if you marry somebody that loves fighting and you have a pastor that gets anointing, you can't say to quarrel forever. One day the pastor will be tired. One day you will be tired. Number one, make sure that the person is peaceful. And luckily for us, most of the people that are here are peaceful. Most people that are genuinely born again can control their anger. But if you know that he cannot, let him be a peaceful person first before you say yes. I said number two, marry your friend. And if he's not your friend, develop friendship. I say friends find it easy to tolerate each other. Make sure that the person is your friend. I know some of you are writing that right very well. Make sure it's your friend. Can this person be my friend? Because the journey of marriage is a long one. It's a long one. You might spend 50 years together, 60 years together, 70 years together. If it's not your friend, it's going to be an endurance trek. Make sure it's friendship so that you not feel used. I know so many people that normally come for counseling, even outside this church, they always feel that they are used, that their journey in marriage has been that of slavery. That is the truth. But if it's your friend, you will enjoy the journey. It will not be an endurance trek. It will be a friendship walk. And you are likely not going to feel the years. The years will just pass by without you noticing. Because the person is your friend. I say very important. I say number three, marry somebody that you are directed to marry by God. Because God reigns in the affairs of men. Marry divine direction. Number one, you say, I say peace. Number two, I say friendship. Number three, I say direction. Make sure that you have a little bit of direction. You know, make sure you are sure that, but I have this peace in me. You may not know how the future will be, but I know God is leading me. Isaiah 42, verse 16 says, even if my people do not know the road, they will not miss it. I will direct them. So marry somebody that you are directed to. So when peace is there, friendship is there, are you directed by God? To marry that. And it's not difficult to know direction. If you are not sure, you can ask somebody that is mature. Say, it's like, I feel led. Am I right? Make sure you are led. Make sure. And let the woman also be led. Don't coerce somebody to marry you. Or coerce a man to marry you. When the person does not feel the leading. Because once you feel the leading, it will be very easy for you to submit to each other. Submit to one another. It's very easy. When you feel led. I said number three, to make a happy home, both of you must be an hard worker. You must be willing to work. I say it's difficult to marry a lazy spouse. Absolutely difficult. Most marriages crumble on the issue of money. Most. Money is important in marriage. If you are going to be great, both of you must be contributing to build a home. Both of you. The, the problem with laziness is that a lazy man will always be an enemy of an hard worker. An hard worker will always be an enemy of a lazy man. It's, it's vice versa. You see, you wonder why. A lazy man should be happy that his wife is working hard. Or a lazy wife should be happy that the husband is working hard. But it's the opposite. Envy and jealousy will come in. If the other person is not working hard. So make sure you work, marry somebody that is willing to work. It's not about what you have. You all know my story. I didn't have anything when we started Live in a rented apartment. Money to borrow money to pay for the first house rent. Pay back later. I didn't have a car. I had a transferring bag. Yeah, so certain work. So it's not a matter of uh, does he have money. But if he's a hard-working person, you will know. He will be full of energy, full of ideas. He will be trying so many things. Not somebody that has everything and he doesn't want to try many things. It's a sign of laziness when you don't try so many things to make life comfortable. The man must be working hard. The woman was working hard to build a great future. If both of you are working hard, life will be easy for you. There's no devil that can stop you. But if you marry a lazy man, both of you are lazy. Things will become very complicated. 
God is good. His nature is good. Beautiful plan. You get married, he gives you nine month notice. You give birth, he gives you another six month notice without any food, without any serious issue. You know, if both of you are actually working and you can feed yourself and you are working, so you have nine month notice, both of you saving for the arrival of first child or the first choice, like Baba Biji, you know, you have at least nine months notice that a baby might be coming. So at least after that also, you have another six months notice that you'll be buying food. After that, you have another one year notice. Probably baby begin to say, I want to go to daycare or I want to do so. You have a little bit of with ease. Before you know, before things get complicated and your children get to the university and they are demanding heavy, heavy money, you should have grown. That's the way God has planned it. One day, the baby that you carry today, we need a whole room. That is the truth. But when you start, you can start putting the baby in a sister room. There is no problem. The baby will not complain. But one day, that girl will be 13. That boy will be 19. You will not be able to put them together again. They need individual privacy because of nature. And if you are not doing that, your children begin to see you as a failure. So it's time. So before they are 13, 14, you plan them having a house or a room. And it's not difficult. All these are notices that God has given us. But it might look complex, but it's very straightforward with hard-working couple. Very easy. You just see that they are getting better, better, better. That's the part of the just. And that's how your part will be in life in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. So I give them those four things. And I want you to write it down, whether you are single or you are married. I know, I know, maybe where you need to improve. If you have not developed friendship and trust, develop it. And if you are married already, you are already led. There is no much. Yeah, I was not led. You are led already. You can't go back. <laughs> All married men and women, they are already led. QED, nobody can challenge that. You're already there. You're already there. The leading of God has worked for you. So you have passed that one mark, 100%. But you can work on friendship. You can work on peace. Okay? You can work on contributing value to relationship. And the Lord will help us in Jesus' name. And as you grow, you are going to grow forever in love in the name of Jesus. You never grow out of love in Jesus' name. Say, believe me, amen. And I'm encouraging the youth that marriage is not difficult. Men are not wicked. Forget about what people say around uh, all the things that you see. Yeah, this one did this, this one did that. If Jesus is in the house, the center, and you are listening to the word of God, you are going to have peace. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Shout hallelujah. It is our month of breakthrough and the Lord will give us breakthrough in Jesus' name. Whatever look difficult, the Lord will simplify it. Whatever look very, very difficult like a mountain, he will give you breakthrough on how to overcome it in Jesus' name. Every financial difficulty, the Lord will create a new beginning for you in Jesus' name. We are going to start from 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 18. 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 18. You can put it there. Then I'm going to say two or three things and we're going to use it to pray. Pray. But we all with an unfilled face, beholding as in a mirror the glory of the Lord, we are being transformed into the same image from glory to glory just by the Spirit of the Lord. The Spirit of the Lord will transform us in Jesus' name. And nothing will be able to stop you this month in Jesus' name. You will have breakthrough in Jesus' name. Imagine Jesus trying to get something. Is there anything that can ever stop Jesus? Carrying the power of God, the favor of God, the glory of God. You all know that when Jesus was here, he was here with anointing of the Holy Ghost. He went about doing good for God was with him. The Bible says when we behold him, we too will be transformed and we are going to enjoy supernatural breakthrough. As we behold Christ, we enjoy supernatural breakthrough. 
when you behold Christ, you must have breakthrough. You must have breakthrough. God wants you to have breakthrough. And whether the devil likes it or not, you are going to have breakthrough. I pray for you this month, you will not break down. Your head will not break down. Your financial capacity will not break down. Emotionally, you will not break down. But you enjoy special breakthrough in Jesus' name. Raise your hands to heaven and say, Father, as I'm beholding you this month, I will enjoy breakthrough. I will have the anointing of the Holy Ghost. Not to be able to stop me. I am marching forward in the mighty name of Jesus. Say a believing amen. amen. Proverbs chapter 4 verse 18 says, The path of the just is always getting better. The path of the just. Is it not say the path of the just in America? Or the path of the just in UK? Or the part of the just in Nigeria. He said the part of the just is like a shiny light that gets brighter every day. Things are getting better, but the Lord is on the throne. And things will get better for you in Jesus' name. It's like the shiny sun that shines ever brighter unto the perfect day. From one level of success to another level of success, from one level of glory to another level of glory. That will be your story in Jesus' name. No more excuse for failure in the name of Jesus. But anytime you appear, you are going to have testimony. I hear somebody saying in the spirit, I will have testimony this month. Testimony of breakthrough this month. Testimony of answers prayer this month. I'm going to have testimony in the name of Jesus. And so shall it be in Jesus' name. Okay, point to three people say you enjoy breakthrough. You will not break down. This is your month of breakthrough. Your month of new beginning. Enjoy special breakthrough. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus name we have prayed. All of us here desire breakthrough. What does it mean to have breakthrough? With these are things we are going to pray for. You must have open doors around you. What is open door? Easy access. Easy access to miracle. Easy access to favor. Easy access to connection. Easy access to money-making furniture. Easy access to business. Easy access to help. That's what they call open door. Open door of God's blessing. Most time when things are hard is because doors are not open. If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray, I will open the heaven. God say I can open the heaven. I can, and anytime we are talking about breakthrough, we are talking about open doors. We are talking about open doors. Psalm 16 verse 6, lines are falling upon me in pleasant places. I have a good inheritance. Like I am endowed. I am favored. Wherever I turn, doors open. When doors refuses to open, there is a breakdown. You are dejected. You are depressed. You are worried. Why are things not working in my life? What have I done? But when you knock a door, as you are knocking and the door is opening, that is breakthrough. You are thinking about what to do and God opened doors for you. That is breakthrough. Breakthrough comes when God opened doors around you. Open doors around you. You want to move to the left, it is easy. You want to move to the right, it is easy. You want to move to the front, it is easy. You want to do business, it is easy. You are thinking about connection, it is easy. You want to travel abroad, it is easy. That's what we call open door. Open door means breakthrough. It is not the desire of God that life will be hard for you. It is not the desire of God. He said, for by grace you are saved. True faith. And that is not of your own. It is the gift of God, not of work. Lest any man should boast. If salvation is the most expensive thing, even in times of Naira and Kobo, is given to you on the platter of grace, what is it that God cannot do for you? And I still see a lot of Christians that are still struggling. For some, life is full of struggle. They say it's full of up and down. My friend, it's only full of up and down when God is not opening the door. He said, if the enemy will come against you in one way, they will run seven other ways. In other words, if one door closes, I make sure I open seven more doors for you. So, never you having a dull moment. If one job closes, another job open. If one door closes, 
several other doors open. That is breakthrough. Breakthrough does not mean some people will not like you. No. Breakthrough means that you, you are always on top of your game because God is always at work in your favor. He's helping you. Who can stop a man that God has opened doors for? Second Kings chapter 4 verse 23. He said, my husband holds someone and the person is coming to take my two sons. What should I do? The man said, go to your neighbor and get empty vessels. Let there be so many open doors of favor for you everywhere. Borrow not a few. Get so many open doors. What is it that you want to do that you are finding it difficult to do all this year? This month, God will open doors for you. You want to buy a land, easy access to your land in Jesus' name. You want to buy a car, easy access to your cars in Jesus' name. What is it that has been difficult when doors open? Life becomes pleasurable when doors open. Do you know even people go to mountain to get admission into schools? Into institutions? Do you know some people go to the mountain? And to people at times, having admission to school is very easy. Anywhere they turn, doors just open for them. Doors just open for them. Somebody, I think about a week or two ago, came with her parents and said, she has tried, she's disturbed, she's looking for an institution to attend. She wants to come to this. And I say, ah, did you do jump for this year so that we can recommend you for, for the new admission? She said no. Then it's now occurred to me that, come on, why am I even talking about jump this year? What about jump last year? Because most private universities have not even finished their admission because of strike. I say, okay, did you do that of last year? So that it can change to us and we can recommend for admission for last year. Because we still have a batch that we are training now. She said, yes. I said, what did you score? She said, 235. Ah. You scored 235 last year. What happened? I said, okay, don't let us go into this story. Go to Jam Center. Go and change. Make Grace College of Education your first choice. Pick English social study. When you uh, pick it and we see it on our platform, we are going to recommend for admission. We did that. She was accepted. And yesterday, she printed an admission letter as she joined the Basi. And you can see the job from a well-educated family. But yet, admission has been a difficult thing. I don't know what she did this year. I don't know why she refused to attempt it again. Maybe somebody promised her and promised her and promised her last year. And she now discovered how the admission is going. Start looking around. They just park and move in. Walk. Please, is there anything we can do? Both the sister and the younger one. She collected the admission letter. Printed it out. Gave her the original copy. We have one in our copy. What looks so difficult became so easy. And somebody say, why? I said, well, I don't know why. But one thing I know is that most public universities have not even finished their admission. So they refuse to close the portal. Ideally, the portal should be closed by now. But maybe they are waiting for schools like Ilori, like all these federal schools that are still not are still battling with last year's admission. So the portal was still open. She crashed in, and the admission was regularized, just like that. It had been a difficult thing. She would need to do it next year, process admission next year, and that may be difficult for her. So she was too excited. See, easy access, open door, just a knock. And the door opened for her. As you knock this month, the Lord will open doors for you. The Lord asked me to say it. Even around you, small, small doors will be open. Big, big doors will be opening for you. You will not struggle in life. Men and women will be willing to help you. In the mighty name of Jesus. This year, you will enjoy supernatural open door. In the name of Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus Christ. Mark chapter 10, beginning from verse 52 to 57. There was a man called Blind Bartimaeus sitting, asking for help. And one day, even though she was blinded, she heard that Jesus of Nazareth is passing by. And she started crying. Jesus of Nazareth, have mercy on me. Jesus of Nazareth, have mercy on me. And they said, come on, this man does not have your time. You can't have access to him. He's the most important human being in the universe. He carried all the power of heaven and earth. You can't have access. But she shouted the more. 
And Jesus stood still and said, let her come. It is the same crowd that said, be of good comfort. is calling you. So she moved to Jesus. And what Jesus give? Open check. Somebody shout open check. <laughs> I said most time, when God open door, he gives you open check. Give you open check. Jesus stood still and commanded him to be called. Then they called the blind man saying to him, be, be of good cheer. Rise. is calling you. Let me tell your neighbor, say rise. Doors will open for you. Say rise. He's calling you. He say rise. God will give you open door. Say rise up. You will enjoy breakthrough. Come and shout hallelujah. And Jesus said to this, to this man, man that have been blinded for so many years, an old man begging for arms. Jesus said to her, Man, what do you want me to do for you? Ask me for anything. Ah! And the man thought, which one is the most difficult thing that I cannot do for myself or this why? Say that I may receive. The Bible says he was born blind though. But he knew summer, summer in the spirit realm. He must have had eyes before. The devil took it away. You were born blind, so you never had it before. He said, that I may receive my sight. And Jesus said, have it the way you want it. And the Bible says, immediately, what do you want me to do for you? The Bible said, Rabboni, that I may receive my sight. Verse 52, look at verse 52. Then Jesus said to him, go your way, your faith has made you well. And immediately, he received. Immediately. I pray for you tonight, this month, receive open door immediately. Yeah. No more struggle, no more stress in your life in Jesus' name. Amen. Revelation 3 verse 8. Let me Revelation 3 verse 8. I know that you are weak. I know that you are little. I know that you are weak. Revelation 3 verse 8. Revelation 3 verse 8. I know your work. See, I've said before you an open door and no one can shut it. For you have a little strength. I've kept my word and I've not denied my name. Raise your hands to heaven. Say, no man can shut the door against me. No devil can stop my breakthrough. I have open door. It is my month of breakthrough. I have open door. This month, I will have easy access to my miracle. In the mighty name of Jesus. Easy access to my miracle. In the name of Jesus. He has said before you an open door. Somebody shout open door. When we are talking about breakthrough, we are talking about open door. We are talking about easy access. We are talking about God opening doors for you. As you are knocking, it's opening. He say, ask, it shall be given. Knock, seek, the door shall, you will find a knock and the door shall be opened. As you knock doors, the door shall be open. It's your season of breakthrough as you knock this month. I speak by the spirit of the Lord. As you knock this month, doors will open for you. As you write letter, you will gain acceptance in Jesus' name. As you seek for help this month, men and women will be willing to help you. I pray for you tonight, nobody will be able to frustrate you in the name of Jesus. That's number one thing that gives breakthrough. Number two thing that gives breakthrough is divine intervention. Maybe it's not as if God is just opening a door. God just jumped into this queue and dabbled the process. And the process now for you. That's exactly what happened in John chapter 5. People go there in a systematic way. Anyone that first jumped into the river gets ill of his disease. It's the power of God. Same power of God. But Jesus saw a man that has been there for the past 38 years. Jesus said to him, man, do you want to be made whole? You can jump the queue. That's intervention. And the man says, sir, sir, I have no man to help me. Sir, anytime I try, somebody get ahead of me. Sir, I have tried for several years. I've tried for several years. Begin for verse 3. I've tried for several years. I could not help myself. Jesus said, come on, come on. Shut up your mouth. There were so many people that were, were, were weak in that area. In fact, verse 2 and 3 says, in this day, a great multitude of impotent folks. In other words, were people who are suffering. 
not only this man, but Jesus moved to this man and intervened. And immediately also, his ankle bone received strength and the man began to walk. This was a divine intervention. God decided to jump the normal protocol. He jumped the normal protocol to bless this particular person. He said, God, God is not opening the door. God can also create an intervention for you that will change your story. There's an intervention agenda or plan in the program of God. In this month of breakthrough, God will intervene. As you pray, God will intervene. In fact, there's a particular story about a woman that jammed Jesus. You know, she was carrying her only son for burial. And Jesus was going to the sea. So they jammed at the jungle. At a city called name in the Bible. The Bible says, when Jesus saw her, Jesus had compassion on her. The woman was not asking for help. And Jesus stopped the procession. He asked us to carrying the dead body to stop. And he touched the coven. Say, young man, I say to you, rise up and walk. And the woman was happy. Praise God. In Luke chapter 13, there was a woman that was bent all over for 18 years. The Bible says she could no way lift herself up. She could no way. Begin from verse 13. And she was always coming to the Sabbath. And Jesus was called to preach. And Jesus decided to change the process also. And ask the woman to come to the altar. Woman, come up. Come up. Nobody ever expected that woman to come up. She has never come up because coming up will be a disgrace. She has been suffering that infirmity for 18 years. And you know what Jesus said? Ought not this woman that have been banned for these 18 years be loose, knowing that she is a daughter of Abraham. She's a special person. Jesus make her special that day because Jesus intervened. In your fear this month, the Lord will intervene. It does not matter the disgrace that you have suffered. You enjoy divine intervention. God will help you in the mighty name of Jesus. And immediately she was made straight and glorified God. She was made straight. God intervened. What look awkward? God make it straight. I don't care how your life has been. No matter how bad it has been, God will give you a new beginning. A new story in the mighty name of Jesus. Everybody know your story, but God will change your story. It will turn for you for good. You have a testimony. In the mighty name of Jesus. People that have known you before as a beggar. They will not be able to recognize you again. The glory of the Lord will rest upon you. And this month the Lord will intervene. Your prayer will be answered. In the mighty name of Jesus. The woman. The woman. The widow woman in seven chapter 4. The Lord also intervened. In a little oil. He said pour it. Pour it. As it was pouring, there was a divine intervention. The oil could not stop. This was a case of divine intervention. I don't know the kind of job that you are doing, you know, and I don't know how little your job is. I don't know how small your salary is. But in that small thing that you have, God will intervene. I don't know how long you have been praying on a particular case, and it seems as if it can never be enough. This month, it will be more than enough. There will be divine intervention in Jesus' name. You say, I've tried and tried and tried. There's nothing I can do. But this month, the Lord will intervene. The Lord will help you. The Lord will assist you. The Lord will intervene. The Lord will give you breakthrough. By his own divine intervention. In the mighty name of Jesus. And the woman was surprised. Because all the empty vessels got filled up. All the empty vessels got filled up. All the empty vessels. Because there was a divine intervention that filled the vessels by the very small oil. Rise up on your feet. Rise up on your feet tonight. I've talked about two things for breakthrough. And that is open door everywhere. Doors cannot be closed against me. I'm a child of God. I am a child of favor. I am born in deep season. Why should life be difficult for me? I live life the way I want it. I'm not going to live an enduring life. No, I'm going to live a pleasurable life, an enviable life, a life that is full of glory and honor. Nobody will be qualified to pity me. Open your mouth and pray. Open door everywhere 
open door at home open door abroad open door as i knock door must be open lines are falling for me in pleasant places no more rejection i receive grace for open door open door around my neighbor open door with stranger open door in the name of jesus lord i receive grace for open doors no more difficulty for me in the mighty name of jesus no more difficulties for me number one thing is open door go ahead and pray for open door tonight lord open door he that has the key of david is holy he that has the key of david is true he that open it and no man shut it lord nobody can shut the door against me i receive grace for open door so that i will enjoy breakthrough grace for open door go ahead and pray it very well i receive grace for open door when i need the job i will have job when i need favor i will have favor when i want peace i want peace when i want to travel i get visa anything that i need god will provide for all my needs according to his riches in glory i've seen the young lie or lack and suffer hunger but they that love the law will never lack any good thing i will not lack easy access i will not lack open door i receive open door this month lord open door open door open door to favor wherever i need help lord i need open door open door in is authority my name will be mentioned for good nobody will close door against me lord i receive open door open door guarantee breakthrough lord let doors be open for me lines are falling for me in pleasant places yes lord i receive open door lord i receive open door lord i receive open door go ahead and pray that's what guarantee that's what guarantee breakthrough open door guarantee breakthrough lord i receive easy access in the name of jesus thank you father go ahead and pray for open door where you are submitting letter where you need help lord i receive open door where you need favor listeners all over the world go ahead and pray this is your month of breakthrough breakthrough means open door lord i receive open door around open door around me open door open door open door in my front open door at my right open door at my left open door 360 degree open door in the mighty name of jesus the door of mercy will not be shut against me the door of favor will not be shut against me i receive favor i receive favor i receive favor i receive open door in the name of jesus please pray for open door thank you father in jesus mighty name we have prayed there are some time that they will close the door and throw away the key so what you do is that you break the door you break the door you break the door my wife told me a dream sometimes he said i was trying to gain access and the door is like say we'll break it we'll pray and break the door the door must be broken you must get access. As many of you that are trying to get certain blessing, moving to certain quarter and has been difficult, the Lord will break the door. Amen. He will break the protocol. Amen. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. There was a time they said my papa is in a place that was, that they said we could not find the key. Ah. You know me that pray for my wife that door, I say break the door. Now, that is the work of the carpenter. The carpenter of heaven will descend upon wherever you go. Whether they throw the lock, the lock into the river, or they nail it to the tree, or is one witch or wizard, the door will be broken tonight. Every door that will not allow you to get promotion or to move up, the Lord break the door. In the mighty name of Jesus. Remember, I did not say the Lord will break a man, no. I said the Lord will break the door. He can remove the man, but the door will be broken. The door will be broken. That's what I said. The door every door against you tonight it is broken by the power of the holy ghost every door standing against your source the lord break it 
raise your hands to heaven say father rise up and break every door that is against my breakthrough against my blessing lord break the door break the protocol every door against my success i don't know where it is written i don't know what has been written i don't know the door that's against me i don't know where they throw the key lord break the door rise up and break the door by your power by your grace by your power break the door lord don't wait for the key every door that is against me in the mighty name of jesus every door that is limiting me limiting my glory limiting my blessing limiting my sources every door that is locked against me father break it break protocol break the door every everlasting door i command it to be broken every everlasting door in my office every everlasting door in ministry every everlasting door in school father i break the door <laughs> let's break every door that is against us by the work of the carpenter in the name of jesus in jesus name we have prayed most of the time when the door is about to be broken the person that is the head of the house or the owner of the house must command that the door should be broken must command because there must be a command from heaven that door should be broken for you to have access last sunday they were doing some light and the technical people came to me they said sir the, the light for this office will not work until we have access to the registrar's office because the control room is there. I said, call him to come and open it after service. They said, it's in a very far place. I said, break the door. And buy another padlock there. Go break the door. I don't know when he even resumed. He did not even ask me. They break the door, broke the door, correct the wire, get another padlock there and lock it back. They have his address. Well, you, God has the power to break any door. Stop begging the devil. Every door that is against you, God break it this morning. And you have breakthrough in the name of Jesus. Say with me, no apology to the devil. Every door that is against my sources, I break them into pieces. By the order of heaven, in the name of Jesus, I every door I don't care what somebody said against me. I don't know what they have written against me. I don't know what is limiting me. By the anointing of the Holy Ghost, I break the door that is working against my promotion, working against my blessing, working against my future. I break that protocol now in the mighty name of Jesus. Any door that is closed against me, I command that door to be shattered. I command that door to be broken in the mighty name of Jesus. Wherever they may put the key, let the door be broken. Let the work of the carpenters of heaven, let them come down and break all generational doors that are against me in the name of Jesus. I refuse to be limited in the name of Jesus. I break the door. I break the door. In the name of Jesus. Every door that's against me, I break it. I break it this man. I shatter the door. Every door that's against my rising, I break the door. Any door that will not allow me to succeed, I break that door. Every door of obstacle, every door of limitation, I break you this man. It's my month of breakthrough. Any door that will not allow me to move forward, I break the door. In the mighty name of Jesus, let there be divine intervention. I break that door and we have breakthrough. And so shall it be in Jesus' name. Because the Lord is happy with you. Every door that is against you is broken tonight. For your sake, God will remove some people. 
for your sake God will clear some obstacles for your sake doors will be removed in Jesus name every everlasting doors that want to walk against you God will remove them in the name of Jesus miraculously you enjoy breakthrough thank you father in Jesus name we have prayed let's come up